You know, there are specific emotions that we all experience during our lifetime. We experience happiness, we experience frustration, stress, excitement. These are just a few of the emotions that we experience. And there is one emotion that will, one will feel at least once in their lifetime, and that is grief and the loss of a loved one. Although we all experience this emotion, this emotion of grief also embraces many other emotions, such as sadness, anger, guilt, bitterness, depression, and sometimes even acceptance with comfort. Just a little over two years ago, my dad completed his part of his life here on this earth and transcended into the body of spirit. It was emotional. It was an expression of grief that we all felt. We watched his body deteriorate through the last few years, and we saw the dad that we once knew become not the dad we saw today. We watched him with positive reactions to the, th to the pains and the feelings he was going through. And we watched him smile every time we was around him. We watched his body deteriorate and, and then we began watching his body go into the transition stage. And we felt that grief then. We felt watching his body deteriorate before our very eyes and watching, watching dad slowly transcend. We began feeling all these emotions. We knew it was time for his transition. And when the transition happened, we felt the grief. We felt the, we felt the loss. Me and my brothers and sisters, and we just we just knew this was no longer dad, that the physical body that we saw. Today, it's been a little over two years. We still miss him. We still miss dad calling us and laughing with us. And we still feel that grief even after two years of dad not being here in the physical body. You know, grief appears in other, other areas of life as well that has to do with loss. It's not just the transition of a loved one. We, we feel the grief maybe during the breakup of a relationship. We feel the grief of maybe being diagnosed with a terminal illness or a loved one with, finds out they have a terminal illness. And in this episode, we are going to focus on grief after a loved one turns into the body of spirit and these other areas of grief, gone but not forgotten, the grieving process. Let's begin by looking at the seven stages of grief. According, This is according to Dr. Keebler Ross. Dr. Ross shares there are seven stages of grief. The first stage is what Dr. Ross titles as a shock stage. This is where the initial paralysis of hearing the bad news, of hearing a loved one is transcended, of, of being told that the relationship is over. We are in shock. We go into a shock mode. We don't feel, we, it, we can't feel any emotion because it's just overwhelming to us. And we become like zombies. 
And that's the first stage. It is the shock stage. The, the next stage Dr. Ross describes is what is called a denial stage, a denial stage. And this denial stage is where we try to avoid the ine inevitable. We try to try to ignore and, and try to say it didn't happen, that our loved one did not transcend, or no, our relationship isn't over. It's We're going to get back together. So that is a denial stage. The third stage is what Dr. Ross described as anger stage. And this stage is, when we go into this stage, is where we become, there's a frustrated outpouring of bottled up emotion. We become angry. We become, we, why did this happen? And we become bitter at the world and sometimes bitter at God. The next stage is what is described as bargaining stage. This is where we begin seeking in vain for a way out. We try to begin finding a way to bargain ourselves out of the emotions we are feeling. We're, we're not out of the denial stage. We're, we're wanting to bargain, okay, if if I do this, if I say I won't drink again, we'll just bring him back, him or her back. Uh, this is a stage where we begin wanting to bargain for for it to come back. You know, if I do this in our relationship, can we come back? And then the next stage is we go into what's called depression stage. And this is the final realization of the inevitable. We finally accept our, to ourselves that our loved one has transcended. We finally accept ourselves that our relationship or the marriage is done. And then the next stage is we go into a, what is called a testing stage. And this is where we begin seeking realistic solutions. In other words, we might say, okay, we ex I realize that my loved one is not coming back. So what do I need to do next? Or I understand, I come to the realization that we're not going to get back together in a marriage. What is the next? What is, what do I need to do next? We begin telling ourselves this. Then we go into the accepted stage, and this is where we finally find and begin the way to go forward in life. We begin to accept this has happened, and we begin saying, okay, I'm going to go forward in life and do the very best I can in my life. There are also times when one may be stuck in a particular stage of grief and hard to shake it off. You might be stuck for a time in, for example, the denial stage. And you may be stuck in that stage for months or sometimes even years because you're just simply not ready to accept the reality. It takes time. There is no scheduled calendar of when you're to go through each stage. It takes time and it's, it's an individual grieving process. So what are the positives to moving forward through the grief stages and what can you do? Well, when we return, I will share with you the positive focus forward steps to assist you through grief. In one of my books, I share the following. For every challenge in life, there is a reward. Even through the stages of grief, there are positive foundations for you to grow and become stronger in your life. So let's talk about those positives. The stage of shock and denial. You will probably react to learning of the loss with numb disbelief at this stage. You're going to deny the reality of the loss at some level. 
And you do this in order to avoid feeling any pain. The shock stage and the denial stage is actually, it provides an emotional protection for us. It, it helps us to become, from becoming totally overwhelmed all at once. This stage may last for several weeks, but you are given an armor through this stage. And again, the shock and denial stage, the positive on this is you're giving the protection. You're giving an armor to, to, to keep you from becoming totally overwhelmed through this stage. The shock is your armor. And then the stages of pain and guilt. As the shock begins to wear off, this stage is where it is replaced with the suffering of unbelievable pain. And although it's excruciating and almost unbearable, it is important that you experience the pain fully. There's a reason why we have and feel the emotions that we feel and receive and express. You're not to hide it or you're not to avoid it or you are not to escape from it through alcohol or drugs. You may have guilty feelings or remorse over things you did or didn't do with your loved ones. Life feels chaotic and scary during this phase, but there's a positive to this. It is a time for you to fully feel the emotion. By feeling the emotion, you feel the strength. You begin, you begin feeling strength, strength. You begin feeling stronger. You begin, begin taking the next step. And then there's the anger and bargaining stage. Frustration gives way to anger. And you may lash out. You may lay unwarranted blame for the death of someone else on someone else. You may say, if you'd have been with them, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, you know, if you would have taken better care of them, or if, if they would have taken care of, better care of them, this wouldn't have happened. We start to become angry with others. I'm going to recommend highly that you try your very best during this stage to control this anger emotion because you don't, want to, you don't want to create a permanent damage to your relationships, which can result. This is actually time for the release of that bottled up emotion. You may say, why me? You may also try to bargain in vain with the powers that be for a way out of your despair. For example, you might say, I'll never drink again if you just bring him back. But this is a time for you to, to release in a controlled, healthy way, the anger that you're feeling inside. Because if you keep it bottled up inside, it's going to create challenges for you. So express your anger in a good, healthy way. The next stage is depression, reflection, and loneliness. Just when you, your friends may think you should be getting on with your life, and you're going to have those friends that will tell you, you know, it's been two years, you need to go on with your life. They have a reason for saying that because they care about you, and they want you to go on with your life. But you're going to say, but they don't understand, and they really don't, because it takes one day at a time. They're going to be telling you that you're going to get on with your life, and you're going to feel at this time a, a sad reflection. This is a normal stage of life, so do not feel like you need to be talked out of it by well-meaning outsiders. Encouragement from others is, is helpful to you during this stage of grieving, but also during this time, you finally need to realize the true magnitude of your loss. And by doing so, you feel feel, and keep in mind it's normal. You're going to feel a de feel depressed. You're going to feel depressed. You may isolate yourself in, on purpose, or you may reflect on things you did with your lost with your lost loved one, and you may focus on the memories that you created in your past with them. You may sense during this time feelings of emptiness or despair. Again. The positive on this is to let this feeling be expressed. 
Don't feel like you're alone. You're getting support from those friends and family. Accept and embrace those times, those, those times and, and express and embrace those feelings for you. And then the stage is, the next stage is the upward turn. And this is where you start to adjust to life without your dear loved one. And your life becomes a little calmer. And you may become a little more organized in your life. Your physical symptoms may become less. And your depression becomes to li- begins to lift slightly. I'm not saying it's going to go away all of a sudden. It takes time. But you're going to go forward. And then you're going to go through the reconstruction and working through it. Because as you become more functional, your mind starts working again and you will find yourself seeking realistic solutions to problems posed by life without your loved one in the physical body. You're going to start to work on practical and financial problems and, and saying, I've got to pick myself up from the seat of my pants. I've got to take care of these things. And you're going to begin reconstru- reconstructing yourself and your life again. And then you're going to acceptance and hope. And during this time, the last of the seven stages in this Greek model, you're going to learn to accept and deal with the reality of your situation. You're going to accept that it does not necessarily mean it's going to be instant happiness. You're going to understand that you were given the pain and the turmoil you have experienced for a reason. And you can never return to the carefree, untroubled you that existed through this tragedy, but you will find a way to go forward again. You're not the only one that has gone through this the, the grief of life. But you are also going to be not the only one that will get through the grief emotion of life. You will go forward. You will create happiness for you again. You will create a new boundary and foundation of a solid structure of life again. You will go forward. You know, as a psychic medium, I connect with those loved ones in spirit. I, I connect with those in the next part of life. And personally, it has empowered my personal foundation from comfort. I've had individuals ask me, they say, Rick, what's it like having these abilities? Well, one of the things I can share is, if anything, above, for me personally, above all, it has brought me complete comfort and faith in knowing that life is continual. You know, with the loss of a loved one, I know without a doubt, I know without a doubt when the, when the, my loved one, for example, when my dad transcended, I know without a doubt he's now in a new spiritual body. He's free of all the challenges and all the complications of the physical and emotional body here on earth. And he's free of all that. And he's living continuing life. I know that they are continuing life. You know, growing up in church, we was told that when we complete this part of life here, we're going to heaven. I personally am more comfortable with saying a life continual because that's that's what we do. An example I share when, when individuals ask me, they say, where are they? Those of you talk who, where are they? And I look at them and I say, they're in heaven. Well, they're kind of confused because it, the upbringing I had is we're going up up ascend into a different, different place. And I, I share this example. This is the way I see it. If you and I were in your home at the, right now and we were sitting in your living room right now and you walked got up and walked into the your kitchen and I would stay in your living room we're in different rooms at that time but we're still in the same home and it's the same way and to me it's the same way in the next in going and transcending into the next part of life we simply go into another room in a part in our life 
but we're still in the same life. Your loved one who has transcended may be in a different room than you are right now, but you're all in one life. And I know that they wish for us to be in the comfort that we have truly not lost them and we're never going to see them again. But I know that we are. I know that we have not lost them. I know that that we are still together in this beautiful thing called life. And they are with us. These abilities and the validations that I've had throughout my life when when a loved one transcends has given me the comfort to go through the grief. Now, I go through grief. I miss, as I said earlier, I miss my loved ones who have transcended. I miss talking with them, seeing them physically, sharing laughter with them physically. I miss that. But I also know that I have the comfort of knowing that they are still living and they are still with us. So here are some four recommendations I share with you when you, if you're going through a grief stage. Number one, maintain your faith. Keep that faith. You know, there's a rock group that had a hit song called Keep the Faith, and that's a powerful, powerful statement. By maintaining your belief, by maintaining your faith through the time of grief, it will it will give you the comfort and the strength to go forward. I'm not, I'm not talking a religious faith here. I'm talking a spiritual faith. Have that faith within you, and, and each of us has different forms of faith, but have that faith in within you to get you through the, the grief process. Number two, accept that what you're going through, you're not alone. You're not the only one. You're going to feel like it. You're not the only one that has gone through grief. Everyone experiences grief here on this earth. So just know that sometimes we're going to feel isolated. Sometimes we're going to say, you don't understand how I'm feeling. Yes, we all have experienced grief in some form. Number three, seek support through family members, your friends. Go through, get, get counseling if you feel you need counseling. Get support through your church if you're a part of your church. And just know that you do not have to go through it alone because you're not alone. You have your family, your friends, your loved ones, your loved ones in the next part of life. You have your, your community. You have those around you who care about you. And the fourth recommendation I can give is you'll get through this grief. You will get through this grief. The missing of a loved one will still be there simply because of that you love them and you have the love within you. But you will get through this. Believe. Really?